Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Father, this morning, thank you so much bringing us together again on a Sunday morning like this. I pray Lord you speak to our hearts, you affect our lives, and I will not leave your presence the same as we came. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Give Jesus a big hand clap. You may please be seated. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 5. If you have your Bible, if you don't have a Bible, no problem. We have a Bible on the screen for you. Have a Bible, that's okay. Have a Bible on the screen for you. Amen. Mark chapter 5. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Can, you see, can you see the scripture on the screen? Okay. Mark chapter 5. I want to read from verse 1. Mark chapter 5 and verse 1. I am preaching about demons and how to deal with them. Demons, turn to your neighbor and say, demons, and how to deal with them. It's very important to understand demons and how to deal with demons. Many people are afraid of demons, but you don't have to be afraid of demons. You have to just understand how to deal with them. If you have rats in your house, you have to know how to deal with the rats. If you have cockroaches in your house, you have to, you don't have to be afraid of cockroaches. How many of you are afraid of cockroaches? Karen afraid of cockroach? A lot of women are afraid of cockroach. A lot of big women too. <laughs> yeah, hot mouth, but they frighten cockroach. <laughs> now, you have to learn how to deal with them. You see, even when it comes to lions, tigers, snakes, Poisonous snakes. People have learned how to tame wild animals. That's why we have zoos. Somebody has managed to kill their fear about a lion. And they have arrested the lion and brought the lion inside a cage. For people to come and look at the lion and collect money from the people. I tell you, when you, man, when you learn how to control and deal with danger and all kinds of things, people will praise you. And our greatest enemy is the devil. The Bible says that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. And so it is important to know how to deal with your enemy. You see, when there's going to be a box, if you're a boxer, how many of you are boxers? There's no boxer here, okay. Maybe Karen used to be a boxer. <laughs> uh, no, if you are going to fight anybody in a boxing, wrestling is a game. Boxing is a serious thing. Wrestling is entertainment. Yeah, they just want to make us excited. But if you, if you are in a boxing match, if you're doing heavyweight, bantamweight, featherweight, welterweight, lightweight, all the weights, before you fight the enemy, 
you have to look at how you can subdue that enemy. You see, Mike Tyson in his heydays was wild. But one day somebody put him down. Oh, yeah. All you have to do is make him angry. He'll bite your ears right now. <laughs> yeah, you like bite people's ears. Yeah. And so our greatest enemy in this life as Christians is the devil and his demons. And demons are sent by the devil to destroy, to harass, to persecute, to prosecute, to accuse, to, ha- to make attack, to make our lives miserable. But if you learn how to deal with demons, you see that you'll be a very nice guy. People say, hey, how you do that? People always tell me, Bishop, how do you do it? I, do, I don't allow demons in my life. That's how. You are the one who allow demons in your life. That's why you don't know how to do it. And so Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 20 is a classic model to study about demons and how to deal with them. If you want to, you see, if you want to know, if you go to a medical school, you want to know how to do dissection. It's normally the rabbit and things like that. They bring them and then they cut the, the, the stomach into it and they, they do dissection. They, they are always guinea pigs. They are things they always frog. You did frog. Your school, they did frog. Your time. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you hear me at the back? You can hear me. Beautiful. Yeah. You should give me, if you can hear me, I want to hear your voice at the back. Aha, like that. Yeah. All the people don't write Evo and all these people, they know my voice. Even the baby knows my voice. Yeah. She, when she used to come to church when she was inside the back. Yeah. She used to hear my voice all the time. Are you with me? And so we are taking the things that are very phenomenal in Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to 20. And we are learning about how to deal with demons. Because Charlie, if you don't learn how to deal with demons, your Christian life will be horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a guy who used to come to our church. And somebody showed me a conversation between their niece and that guy. The niece has saved the guy's number on her phone as scam. <laughs> yeah. It's like, as for this person, when he says something, don't believe it. It's a scam. Now, if you can, if you sitting down here on a Sunday morning can really understand that this thing is this, that thing is that, you do well as a Christian. What is it? Let me tell you. What is the use of giving your life to Jesus and joining the church if you don't want to do well in the church and do well in Christ? That's what I said, I think a Sunday ago. I said, if you are not happy here, don't come back. And I'm serious about that. Because just like you, nobody wants to dwell in a place with unhappy people. It's a toxic environment when you have people around you who are not happy with you. It's a toxic place. But I don't see why you give your life to Christ. You say you've stopped doing bad things. You want to you turn your life around. And then you come to the church, you vex. Yeah, there's no vex. I, I want to start, you see, I want to start teasing you with your bad things. I'll tease you with your bad things. Yeah. Yeah. As you tease you, right? Okay. 
No, no, you, you have to be. The Bible says, enter into his gates. Thanksgiving. If that is not how you come here, please check whether there is not a demon in your life. Check it. How do you go to a party not happy? If you're going to a party, you're, even the way you dress up alone. Somebody invites you to a party. Number one, you go through your clothes to look for which one you take. Yeah. No, you can't come here and get vexed. I mean, if you do that, it, it foundationally is wrong. You see how the people are jumping up and excited? That's, that's how we live here. Yeah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You don't get vexed. So you pick your best clothes. And then if, if you don't feel nice about all the clothes, you go and buy another one. But as you are going to the party, you, you are not going with any vexation. Because if you have vexation, you don't even go to the place. So, so those of you who come here vexed, I, I think there's a demon you, that, that comes with you. Because you, you like to come, except that you can't vex. It means that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm sure when you go to the party, you drink one of, one of your best drinks. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. I know you know that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's in the fridge. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. I'm preaching. <laughs> so, the Bible says in Mark chapter 5, all right? That, and they, that is Jesus and the disciples, they came over onto the other side of the sea. So they crossed the Demerara Harbor Bridge. And they came from the east to the west. Okay. Into the country of the Gadarenes. The country of the Gadarenes. And the Bible says that, and when he was come out, when he crossed the Harbor Bridge, and he came out of the ship, immediately, as soon as he came out, he was welcome to. You see, I always ask myself, why are there police at the end of the harbor bridge whenever you are coming? Immigration. It gotta be. It gotta be immigration. Because it's one country. You cross one, one bridge, people stopping you and asking you questions. Like you are going to another country. I thought they were there to maintain order or something. So if there's a problem, then maybe they step in. But I said, they are there stopping, checking vehicles, all kinds of things. Immigration. It's customs and immigration. They should actually put a boot there and show your passport before you cross. That's what they should do. Immediately there, met him out of the tombs. Out from the burying ground. A man with a spirit. No, not just a spirit because every man is a spirit. But the man, this particular man, was carrying spirits that are unclean. 
The unclean spirits actually show us what it is to have. You see, what we are reading is a manifestation of how somebody is or how they behave when they have an unclean spirit. Is everybody listening? Somebody say, somebody told me that they don't believe in uh, the devil. They don't, there's no devil. There's no demons. It's true. There's also no coronavirus. <laughs> there's not, there's not like COVID-19 virus. Why am I saying that? Because did you ever see Miss Corona? Look at how we're all under duress. Mask up, sanitize, watch hands. Did, did you ever see coronavirus? And some people tell me there's coronavirus. And we all believe it. We believe it. We don't go out. No school. Nothing. And then when you come to church and we tell you there's heaven, you say, oh, there's no heaven. If there's no sexually transmitted disease, don't put on socks. Don't put on. Barefoot. You just, you just barefoot. Put the shoes on barefoot. Uh, just go play football barefoot like that. There's no STD. There's no gonorrhea. There's no syphilis. Please don't wear socks. Just do your thing. Yeah. You see one day you see uh, 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 rashes around the cake. Yeah, let's say dance ball. <laughs> it's fun. Then you go and see the doctor, they give you cream. When you're walking on the road. No, you, you didn't believe in STDs. So so when you say that you don't believe in devils, there are no demons. There are no invisible spirits that are bad and ugly and evil. You don't believe that? Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. So the Bible says that this man with an unclean spirit, he came out of the tombs. Next verse, verse 3. His dwelling, that is his place of abode, he, who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him not with chains and and this is not a point i want to talk about tonight at this morning but this this point is telling us how you see demons in people when they can't follow an instruction or a rule so for example nobody should get up you wait and see. Somebody will get up. Nobody could tell him, sit down. We are talking about somebody with an unclean spirit. Who the Bible says that nobody could bind or control him. Can I tell you, don't get up until I finish preaching and you, you, you do that. If you are not able to do that, it means that you have an unclean spirit. (laughs) 
Let me tell you, you don't need to go for a deliverance service. You just need to hear this thing that I'm preaching. Your life will never be the same again. You see, because the things that people are afraid of, some people can tame it. The big snake that when you see you run away, somebody will pick up the snake like that. So it means that the demons that people are afraid, you too, you can say, I'm not afraid of you. If I have to sit down, I'll sit down. If I have to turn off my phone, I turn off my phone. If I have to put it on silence, I'll put it on silence. If I don't have to get up and answer a phone call, I will not get up. It doesn't have to be rocket science. But you see, what we go for, I'm going for uh, uh, deliverance. We are people who say, hey, I'm afraid of a snake. Can somebody come into my house and look for a snake for me? Then somebody else will take the snake like that and just throw it out. It means that you have the power to also control these things. And when he was come out, he said, no man could bind him. Give, give us the New Living Translation. No man could bind him. People, many people don't have, you see, in our country, our country is a very lawless country. It shows you, as it tells you there are a lot of evil spirits around. Anytime you go anywhere, where lots of, like in our schools, there's a lot of demons in our schools. Why? Because the schools are lawless places. There's no order. There's no control. Teachers can't control students. You can't. In an environment like that. So, so when you come to the church here and you say, oh, I'm feeling hot. I want to stand up. Me want to sit down. I want to stand up. You have a devil. Why is everybody sitting down? You alone want to stand up. You want to go to the washroom. You know how many of us want to go to the washroom? We have not been asked to go to the washroom. That's why we are sitting down. And we are not stupid. We are not fools. We just don't have devils. Instead of saying that they are being controlled, it's rather they don't have devils. This man lived in the burial caves and could no longer be restrained. You must be restrained. If you are not able to, if I can't restrain you, there's an unclean spirit at work. That's what I'm talking about. You, you don't need to go to the doctor for the doctor to... Mr. Andre, Mr. Andre Carrington George, it looks like some demons, one or two demons. No, no you don't need that. It is by your behavior. Behaviors show whether people have clean spirits or unclean spirits. That's all that we are teaching about. And if you have an unclean spirit, you have to, sub, you have to get them out of your life. The person could no longer be straight. Look at children and young people who you can't control any longer. Look at people that you can't control. A wife you can't control. A woman who is married to you and you can't control shit. It's demons you kissing up in the night. I tell you. As you as you kissing and exchanging saliva, it's demons in the saliva you 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 drinking. You're drinking demons. <laughs> Demonic salivary amylase. Yeah. 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 It's demons. Are you following what I'm saying? It's the Bible 
I'm, I'm preaching for the Bible. This man lived in the burial caves. So where somebody lives shows whether the person is demonic or not. Yeah. When you can't control somebody, it means that the person either has demons or not. So, you see, the world, the world, they laugh at us. They call us the, spa, the pastor spit in your mouth. Because, because they have demons and we don't have demons, they don't understand why. They call it the church has controlled you. No, it is rather the person doesn't have an unclean spirit. That's what it is. You just don't know. That's what it is. The person doesn't have an unclean If the person had an unclean spirit, the person could no longer be restrained. Can you believe it? Even with a chain. It means that no matter how wide and deep you go to try and control or make the person follow order and things, they will not. Watch those who don't follow the things of the church. Watch it. When you say this, they do that. When you say that, they do that. Jesus said, if you are not with me, he said, he who does not gather with me, the person scattered. So, and you, you will not feel nice when we talk about some of these deep things, but if we say all of us are doing something, and you that you do not participate. You are showing signs of somebody with an unclean spirit. So, look at your neighbor's face. He says, Charlie, I can't see them, but it looks like what the bishop is saying. It looks like you have some. <laughs> it looks like you have some. <laughs> Next verse, what does it say? Verse 4. Whenever he was put into chains, whenever you give him some instructions and rules, as he often was, he was so wild that they they were restraining others. Don't come home after 10. Don't don't, don't be on your phone after 10. Uncontrollable is a sign of evil spirits. He snapped the chains. He break the rules. How many of us break Christian rules? Bible rules. You, you see where demons are now? They are nowhere. They are right inside your shoes. They came to church. You are here with demons. Oh, yes. He said he snapped the chains from his wrist and smashed the shackles. Let me tell you, rules, regulations, order is a sign God is the one who brings those things. Because there's no confusion in heaven. There's nobody in heaven who says that. God says we should sleep and say, I ain't sleeping. I ain't feel like sleeping. Is there anybody like that? You think, you think that there's an angel in heaven who, when it's time to sing songs, he say, I ain't able to sing. But you let's start singing a song right now. You see people who will not sing songs. Apart from those who don't know it, the unclean spirits don't allow you to do the things that we do. Are you with me? The Bible says no one was strong enough to subdue him. 
power was strong enough to subdue him. Verse 5. Day and night. And I'll, st- I'll, 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 I'll just dwell on this part and then we will close. Day and night. He wandered among the burial caves. He wandered among the burial caves. Day and night, he wandered among the burial caves. So, in the day and in the night, he was in the cemetery. I mean, how many of you live in the cemetery and day and night, you are walking in the cemetery? Is there, is there anybody like that? Look at your neighbor. Do you lie in the, in the burial ground? Is that what happens? You lie in the burial ground? You don't lie there. There is a day and night, he wandered among the burial caves and in the hills howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. Now, let me not go to the sharp stones. That would be a long story, but I just want to focus on the night, day and night. I'm preaching about darkness, the home of demons. Yeah. Darkness, the home of demons. Darkness, the home of demons. Say it with me. Darkness, the home of demons. Let's say it again. Darkness, the home of demons. Devils use darkness to live. Where there's no darkness, there's no devil. That is why when you go to America and this place, they don't believe in devil because there's no place that's dark. They have light all over. <laughs> oh, you go on the linear highway, you know how many demons are arriving in the place. even sleep in the night. A lot of unclean things happen in the night. If you wear a panty and brassiere to go outside, you do it in the night. During the day, you want to deceive all of us. That you are a decent person. You are not. When the night comes, and and there are some people here, in the night you are comfortable. As you come to church, you see, you, you, you are a hypocrite. Because as you are sitting down here, you are not comfortable. Let's turn off the lights. And see how you behave. It, that is what shows that there's something unclean about you. Your phone has password. There's darkness in your phone. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Darkness is one of the most greatest fights we ever fight as people. The things we don't want nobody to know. That whom we know. You are not, if you don't feel nice, that we go to know. Because it's supposed to stay in the dark. Because, and and it, it must stay in the dark because that's where the devil wants to keep it. The devil knows that Jesus is light. 
he's a light of the world if he comes out you give jesus power so he for him to have power over you he wants you to keep it in the dark that is why in the church we are not asking for perfect people we are asking for honest people i have this problem i have a boyfriend i'm actually coming from my boyfriend we sex this morning before i came to church honesty is the best policy but don't, don't, don't come and say you don't have what you have. Yes. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6. I, I tell you, all of us here, there are things we don't want anybody to know. You see, if you happen to see it, we want to deny it. Me? Not me. Me? Because the devil has so much control that if you were to keep it in the dark, he will continue to have power over you. We feel uncomfortable when things come out or when we have to say things, but that is when you break the power of the devil over your life. In fact, things that you can see clearly, don't worry with them. They are not dangerous. Am I saying something good? If you can see something, don't worry about it. Worry about what you cannot see. <laughs> the night ones, the dark ones, those are the ones you should be concerned about. Not the ones that you see moving around, walking around, and say, oh, he must be there with she. He must, if he's there with she, you'll never know. <laughs> Who's that stupid? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the people or the spirits that rule the darkness of this world what we are fighting with is that which controls darkness and darkness is deceiving Now think about it. This is Raim Anthony Titus. You're a man like me. If you see a woman who is naked and a woman who is not naked, which one is attractive? The one who is naked. The one who is naked? Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> now, what I didn't probably tell, tell uh, Titus is that when you see a woman naked on the road, you will not like her. Yeah. yeah. So, that's a mad woman. <laughs> if your wife is naked, that's different. Right? But if you see a woman walking on the road naked, you will, never, you will never be attracted to her. But see that woman with a nice shape, with a spandex dress, the one that tights the book, the, the skin. And as she's walking, it's like, to whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom to? To whom for? You see, all, all of us, you know what? That you are more attracted to because she has covered things you want to uncover. (laughs) 
You want to enter the darkness that you want to enter there. The one that is naked, the road is, is light. Is it no matter the shape, no matter the, you say, if she is naked on the road, she got to be mad. Someone say, man, you like the woman? Say, me? No. Mad woman. But if you see the one who is. You see something popping out of here. No, you, you want to take off the clothes. Take off the brassiere. And feel it. I say, hey. <laughs> say, hey. <laughs> Is it Julie Mangos or it's Papa? <laughs> Just look at watermelon. Mr. Wadi, look at watermelon. Just know your eyes. I tell you. You are preaching. Men are attracted to the things that are covered by clothes. Especially when you when you when you open a little bit of it. That's like I want to see ah. I hungry, ba. The things we fight with in this life are the, the dark things. That's why you don't want nobody to know that you're talking their name. That's why we even have talk name. Because you can't tell them to their face. Because if you tell them to their face, it will be you are being honest, you are being open. But in this world, the devil doesn't want us to be open. So if you don't like my preaching, you don't tell me. When you are going, then you are talking my name. Yeah, yeah, sucking your teeth outside. Now, so how many of you can tell you'll be bold enough to come and tell me that? Oh, the people, the church is full of hypocrites. Okay, let me give you the microphone and tell us that we are all hypocrites. You say that, but you tell somebody your first man, don't worry, when Bishop talking about this, they shout to the shadow. Well, they, they are the bigger hypocrites. You say it outside, and those things are unclear, are demon. Demon affected things you do. Don't, don't think that you see, don't think that you have a body, you have some friend that you share secrets with. Demon, that person is an agent of the devil who that has been given to you to hide in the darkness. John chapter 1 and verse 5. John chapter 1 and verse 5. And the light, go to verse 1. Let's move to verse 1. It's nicer. Are you learning something? Oh, yes. When husband and wife, your husband doesn't know your, where your money is at. It's the devil telling you them things. Why, why are you hiding the money? Is your husband a thief? You married a thief? I didn't know that you are stupid like that that you married a thief. Well, your husband doesn't, doesn't know about your money where you keep your money? And you calling him babes? You calling him honey? You calling him ketchup? You are a hypocrite. Yeah, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> I should take my time with this one. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the money? Where's Achilles' money? You don't know. Ah. <laughs> I 
I feel the, the, the devils that, are, that I'm, I'm taking up their clothes. I'm going to pray this morning. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you are not a Christian, you will think that if you are not a good Christian, you are not a spiritual person, you will think that the things that you don't talk about, they are good not to talk about them. They are better kept quiet and secret. No, you are giving Satan power over you. Remember, we are not looking for perfect people. Come on, come help me keep it in the dark. Meanwhile, nobody know. You are a child because one day, one day. You see, pregnancy is like that. Eh? Where is Ivo? I thought Ivo was one of the most holy people around. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> Niceness. You go to the hospital, she'll treat you nice. I never knew that she was doing something in the night. It doesn't happen in the day, it happens in the night. You see, that is why when the Pharisees came to Jesus and said, we have found this woman who has committed adultery. Jesus didn't bother with the case. You know why? I heard from Archbishop Bidahosa. He said, it's one of them who was sexing she. Yes, 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 I agree. So, how are you? Know? Because, because sex that is not legal, we don't do it openly. God is one of the Pharisees. That's why Jesus said, the one who has not done anything wrong before. Then he told the other man, come, let me go along. Before this man points me out, it's like the mindset behind the accusation was what Jesus was after, not what the woman did. Because who has not done something wrong before? But to set a trap and gather so-called evidence to show it to Jesus, that Jesus, look, you rather are the wicked one, Jesus says. Yeah. Are you with me? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was, the same was in the beginning with God. He says, through him, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. In him was a certain kind of Christian, what we call Christianity. And that life is the light. In Christianity, we live a clean and straight and plain life. What you see is what you get. Ask your neighbor, will I get what I see? Or will I get what I see? Or... The life we have in Jesus is a light. 
There's no darkness in it at all. So when we, when we, when we receive the life of Christ, we're supposed to have light. Our lives are supposed to be lighted lives. But you see that it's not always so. Darkness is very deceiving. When things are in the dark, they give another impression than what you see. Should I say it again? That's what I was saying. That you will not get. Am I seeing what I will get? Are you seeing what you will get? Are you sure? That people don't transform into animals after the day. Yeah, you, should, you should probably ask yourself before we go to that side. Am I going to get what I'm getting? Dress up nice. All the dressing up doesn't mean anything. Ah, tabalon de bekebre yeah. Am, I getting what I'm seeing? Am I getting what I'm seeing? Yeah. Tasha. Oh, what I'm saying, you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's been sure. Okay, all right. <laughs> Am I getting what I'm seeing? Wow. And I'm saying that it's not a problem if I'm not getting what I'm seeing, but be open about it. Let, let us know so, so that when, when you catch fits, we know that you sketch fits. We know that you somebody who sketch fits. It's, it's normal. Right? But if I don't know you, you catch fits. And then one day we are there, you know, hugging up and then, I say, hey! You never tell me about this one? In the height of the world, you catch fits! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. People who talk behind you, they are cowards. <laughs> People who can't come to you and tell you that A, B, C, D, don't pay attention to them. They are cowards. They are operating by unclean spirits. If you have the life of Jesus, you come and say, you know what? A, B, C, D. I, I tell Andre. I say, Andre, like crying too much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether this mommy give you the crying or daddy give you the crying. <laughs> it can't be daddy, right? It can't be mommy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Kosi? Is Kosi here? Kosi didn't come. Kosi must come. Why Kosi didn't come? We ain't giving you no food you know, if he doesn't come at this time. You ain't getting food. <laughs> yeah. I tell him straight up. It's not on that system. They know what they are getting. They know what they are getting. Both of them know what they are getting. You see, when we say it like this, you think that, oh, mm, no, no. You, 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 your demons will come after the wedding. <laughs> we have to see the demons before we marry you. So we know that we are marrying somebody with evil spirits. We know we get it. Ah! 
there are so many married men who are now, they say, oh Lord Jesus. Oh Jesus. It's like Jacob. He said, oh, which one? This is not the one I chose. <laughs> Wrong woman. And even in Jacob and Jacob and Rachel's case, it happened in the night. It was in the night. Those days they used to use flambeau. So the, the father dressed the woman up. That's why I say weddings, you should dress simple because don't give us a nature that we don't know. Who's that? Who is that? <laughs> Oil paint, compound, potty. All kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> first, first foundation. <laughs> then when you wake up in the morning, it's like surprise. You see the portal right here. One hole right here. If the asphalt didn't work well, one hole, another hole right here. Rainfall, I wash things out. <laughs> Bow head. <laughs> that is why it is said and it is true the people who are quiet they are the most dangerous people snake under grass you know, there's a t- the green snakes, they, they mingle, they mix up with the grass. Quiet people are like that. They don't say anything. They don't have any problems. You don't have problems? You see, that's why I stop me hard when I preach Because <laughs> you know, I'm fighting you. <laughs> I can't sleep with a thing for me, mind man. I can't do that. I, I take after me mother. Me mother, me mother, me mother will say anything she wants to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me mother, no, 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 I can't shut him out at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you said that guy is one. Oh, I remember my mother. God bless her soul. When my friends come and visit me and they are there for a couple of hours, she make food for them. And she realized that they ain't moving yet. So when it's time to do dinner, she, she'll come and say, why are you going home? You, you, you want food again? You licorice. <laughs> when she finished, she said, Charlie, we're, we're going, we're going. That's our chair. You got to go. <laughs> You want to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner? <laughs> oh, she'll see. Then he said, like, oh, mommy, mommy, why are you doing that? Yeah. People normally don't like people who talk, who talk and talk straight. They say they are culture. He's a culture. You who say somebody's a culture, you have devils. Because you don't like light. You don't manifest in light. You like darkness. I'm preaching. And I'm preaching about you. Who else should I preach about? It's your man. 
that if you are going to live this life, it has to be a, it has to be light, not perfect. It must have light. I have this. I am this. I'm that. I'm that. In fact, I, I, I weed is something. I, it relaxes me. Bishop, I just wanted you to know that when I smoke weed, the da- interpretive dance, I dance bad. So, whenever you seem like that, I smoke weed. It's okay. They help me read my Bible. My mind, my brain opens up to read my Bible. I get revelations. You see, whenever you say things about you to your pastor, for example, when you see your pastor, you, 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 you're not afraid. You don't have anything to hide. But when your pastor that don't know you, Nikki, hello, Bishop. That you want, you want beat out quick. Because you don't want him to ask you, say, this man, you like ask questions, man. I, I, you know, yeah. You don't mind me business. But one of the things is that God knows it. Don't be deceiving to think that what you do in the dark, God doesn't see it. He has not taken any action against you because he knows that there are natural contacts that we have to deal with. That's why in the Catholic Church, they will go and tell the Father, Father, I have sinned. Ten times. Forgive me, I have sinned. Because confession is good for the soul. You sit down there with the darkness in your life. You see that you don't prosper. Very soon, the devil, the people that the devil takes out are normally people who have things to hide in the dark. Should I say it again? I said, people who leave the church at the point are people who don't like light. Their deeds are evil. My time is up. Stand to your feet, please. I don't preach. Hallelujah. It's 12 o'clock. Oh, give Jesus a big hand clap, somebody. Hallelujah. You are here this day. You are not saved. If you die right now, you don't know where you'll go. Like I said, none of us saw the coronavirus before. It's the lab technicians and scientists who told us that this is coronavirus. Whether it was true or not, we all suffered under that pandemic. You can't stand here today and say that there is no God. And you can't stand here and say that if okay, there's God, that He doesn't live anywhere, He doesn't dwell somewhere where it's called heaven. You can't also say that there's no devil because there's a devil, and God lives in a different place than the devil. And anybody who dies goes either to God or you go to where the devil is, depending on the type of spirit you carried when you were here. It's not about being good, it's about whether you believed or you didn't believe. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes. Whosoever believes. No, whosoever is perfect. Whosoever believes. That person doesn't perish but have eternal life. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You are not saved. If you die right now, you are not sure whether you make it to heaven or hell. You want to say, Bishop, please. I want you to pray for me. You may have come for the wedding. Or somebody invited you here for the first time. Or your second time. But you know that if you are to die right now, you will not make it to heaven. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to pray for you. I want to, the, this prayer is very, very important. 
Because to be able to break out of darkness into the light of Christ to be saved is far greater than any other miracle. Bishop, please pray for me. I want Jesus in my heart. If you are here like that, just, just, just your right hand, just you know, lift it up like how you can see my hand. If you can see my hand, just like this. The same way, just your right hand. The bishop, my right hand is up. I'm not shy. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. I don't care what somebody thinks about me. I want Jesus. I want to tell my story that I came to Canal Number Two Polder and I found Jesus. Just your right hand up high like that. Up high. And remember, this my hand that is lifted up is is an evidence against anybody who refused Jesus today. One day God will tell you that you saw the hand that was lifted up, you refused it. I see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see one hand over there. God bless you. I see another hand. God bless you. There's two hands right there. Two hands. God bless you. God bless you. I, I want. I want. I want to. That's a third hand. God bless you. Come. Hey, come. I know you. I know your face somewhere. What's your name? Quinet. Quinet. Wow. Nice. This. Andre boys. So close your eyes if you're here in front. I want you to pray this prayer with you from the bottom of your heart. Everybody, let your mind and your heart be here. God is ready to welcome these people into the kingdom of God. That's why we are here. We are are not here for wedding, you know. We are here for people to come to God. And that is why even we have the wedding on a Sunday. If it was Saturday, you will never come. You will meet them at the reception. we, we We catch you right there. We bring you Sunday morning over here. Yeah, we are far from the scheme. You know them tricks. Amen. So those in front, pray this prayer with me. Church, join in as we pray together. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died. He was buried. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. Jesus is alive. And I submit to Jesus. I surrender to Jesus as the Lord of my life. I open my heart and I welcome Jesus into my life and into my heart. And I pray that I walk with Jesus for the rest of my days. And I believe that by this prayer, my life has changed. I'm a new person. My name is in the book of life. I can now confidently say I am a child of God. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, I pray for everyone who came forward. This is the most important part of our service. Where there is a turning, a churning, like a factory, like anything manufacturing. It is when a product comes out. The factory or the company will say that we have created something. Joy is when something is produced. This is the moment and this is the scene where people are saved. Present them to you today, oh God, from the heavens. Look at them. And help them and bless them and keep them. 
Help them to walk with you. Help them to live the life that is so difficult to live here in the darkness of this world. But there's hope because you rule. You are king. You are Lord. You are master. Thank you that their lives are better before they entered into this place. May the blessings of God rest upon their lives. May the kingdom of God open up its treasures into their lives. I bless them and I cover them with the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that that day when we stand before you, we will all be together. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Somebody said amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.